ones to follow. This is Black Bookers on Radio Tab. Good morning, everyone. Black Bookers for Monday, the 12th of February. Let's start with the meeting at Doombit on Saturday. And we raced on a genuine soft track. We started on a soft six, got to a soft five. There was a bit of drizzle and we went back to a soft six. But the times clearly indicated the track was in that soft range. I like the run of Sigourney out of race four, trained by Kevin Kemp. Now, I was actually keen on this mare uh, in the morning and selected a win despite the wide barrier. She drew the outside gate and... I think we knew she was always going to be back with the cap catches, and that it turned out that way. Her run at Eagle Farm two runs ago was good. That was on the 20th of January. She ran fourth behind Hell of a Dancer, and she was noted finishing off strongly after some good performances in Toowoomba. Only a recent addition to Kevin Kemp's stable, a former Victorian. Kempy's had her now for five runs. Three in Toowoomba, the Eagle Farm run, and Saturday's fifth. It was a good closing fifth again, beaten just uh, just under a length and a half to A Misbehaving. They didn't go overly hard either, and, and fair to say A Misbehaving all on his rest with her because she was back in the second half of the field and finished well. But Sigourney was close enough to last and was motoring home at the end. So twice now we've seen her on the Saturdays in the metropolitan area run good races. The way she's racing as well, I wouldn't be uh, concerned if Kevin Kemp put her up to 1,800 metres or maybe even a touch further, but she's busting to win a race in the city. It's the right time of year, and she's on the right mark as well. So we'll black book her Sigourney out of race four. Another strong finisher that carried my money and last ran second was Quoth Quan in the fifth race of the day. Now, we're running these Class 1s on Saturdays now. It attracted a big field. It was a good betting race. Quoth Quan won a Dooman first up in a maiden, broke 110 that day, and it was a good performance. He came from the second half of the field with a generous run on the straight, and he beat his rivals easily. Never easy to go straight from the maiden to the class one and win. He almost did it. Uh, the race was won by the second at Portsea, trained by Jack Bruce. Now, Damien Thornton gave this winner a very cosy run on the rails, never went around a horse and shot through and got the money. And they did get the money too. It was was quite well backed. Whereas Quoth Quan, courtesy of a wide gate, drew 12 of the 15, had to settle back near enough to last and then come right down the outside. And I think it's fair to say if the race had been a stride or two further, Quoth Quan might have been winning the race. But John Dan's got him going well this campaign. He's a much improved galloper after his spell. They've tickled with a few gear changes as well. And like with Sigourney, if he steps up in distance to 1,400 a mile, uh, I've got no dramas with that at all. And, of course, he's on a very easy mark, isn't he, a Class 1? So surely, I would think next time out, he'll be very hard to beat in a Class 1, quoth Quan. My other black book around of Doombin on Saturday is a horse that's been in racing for some time, but by gee, she's going well. The Corey and Kylie Gearan trained Ma Baby she contested race seven, the race won by Northern Express, who's a galloper in form. He won first up and he won again on Saturday. But Ma Baby again turned in a good performance and didn't help her cause with a slow getaway. She was a clear last out of the gates. Her pattern is to, to settle back anyway, but nevertheless, she had to give them a start. Uh, pace was genuine, so it did suit her. And Enterprise Pom carted them along. Northern Express had the good drag, but Ma Baby had to come from the back. But again, uh, finishing off well beaten about half a length. That followed a very unlucky run at Eagle Farm behind Emperor. Didn't have any room in the straight that day. 
that followed a good fourth to Rothfire in the King of the Mountain, and that followed the win in the country feature in Doombin in the early part of December. The Gearin family have got this mare racing well. She's still on a good mark, and she can win in the city in the next couple of weeks. So let's break book Ma Baby, Sigourney, and Quoth Kwan from the meeting at Doombin. Let's have a chat with Jared Daffy. I've been speaking to him for some time. How are you, Jared? Morning, David. Welcome back. Thank you for that. How's the punt been, good or bad? Uh, well, I'm still working. <laughs> There's your answer. Well, let's have a look at Albion Park on Thursday night. You found one called Cincinnati Lana out of race eight. Yeah, one of the Cindy Elson runners, and uh, when she puts the polish on, they just keep going. She's four and a half years of age, Cincinnati Lana, but uh, you wouldn't know that looking at her racing form. She ran second to Inevitable, beating a half length in 29.96, uh, coming home at a rate of knots. So 78 starts now for 18 wins and 31 placings, but probably racing in career-best form at the moment and probably will do so until uh, she's retired from Ipswich on Friday night. Uh, one of the Gemma Daly runners there uh, went one over the shorts called Johnny Koala. Now, it ran 24.84. You very rarely see them break 25 seconds. It landed a pretty sizable plunge there, winning over the 4.31. It's by Magic Sprite, so you can understand it's got plenty of pace. 15 starts now for five wins. I'm assuming we'll see it back in town. Uh, sure, Gemma Daly's been a little bit quiet of recent times, but this one can certainly put her name back up in lights. OK, that's Cincinnati Lana from the Creek and Johnny Koala out of Ipswich at Angle Park on Thursday night. The Greyhound Your Black Booking is called Fantastic Helga. Had the red box for Liz uh, Chegia. It's an ex-New South Wales runner, as is the case with most of these fantastic greyhounds. It's by um, Superior Panama. Uh, it, it led all the way off the red, 30 and 61, which was the best of the night. And lining it up, that up against some of the other... One by nearly 11 lengths, by the way. Lining that up against some of the other winners, Victor Marley, uh, an accomplished performer there, ran 30, 68. So this one ran a length quicker. So... Um, I think plenty, plenty more wins ahead for Fantastic Helga as well. Fantastic Helga and two to Black Book from Melbourne. Yes, uh, last Thursday night at Sandan, um, Des Douche, he's got a really good kennel at the moment. Not, not a lot of greyhounds, but they're racing really well. And here comes Artie is one of those. It had the green rug. It ran 29.39, 5.10 early by Bernardo, as uh, is the case with most of his greyhounds. Uh, 35 starts, 11 wins. Actually, most of those wins have been at Tarelga, and that's where he campaigns most of his dogs. Rarely gets to town, but I think we'll see this one going around plenty of times in the future. Here comes Artie. And from the Meadows on Saturday night, just on the Meadows Saturday night, David, uh, we had the zoom top over the, the long trip, and victory went to the Queensland of El Policella. So that's two Group 1s in the space of a tick over a week for... Mm. For Tony Zammett, uh, she's going to have a little let up now, but uh, terrific win there. But um, and we had heats of the Australian Cup, and explicit won the Tim Lee. However, race one on the program uh, was a Grade Five, and a dog called Kenya All Class won that off the red box, five ten early, twenty nine fifty six. Now explicit, uh, who's the next big thing? They say. Led all the way and ran 29.63. So it had a fair bit up its sleeve on what explicit run. It's got a big future, this one. It's won five from seven. Keep an eye on it. Kenya all class. Kenya all class. Good on you, Jared. We'll talk soon. Thanks, David. Jared Daffy with the Greyhound Black Bookers. Let's turn our attention to racing at Royal Randwick on Saturday. We had the English Millennium as the main feature. The Eskimo Prince was the other black type race. Nick Burney, racing analyst from Racing New South Wales, is with us now. Nick, good morning.
Good morning, David. How are you this morning? Oh, well, thank you. Just before we delve into your horses to follow, from a track point of view, uh, I think it's been pretty well discussed and interested in your thoughts because you watch these races carefully. It seemed the best going or the best part of the track was probably three or four away from the rail. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's definitely played off fence. Um, with that, though, the wind did probably change throughout the day. So it was um, it probably helped those runners run on from the back in the field early on. And then it, it did switch around later in the day where we saw a few leaders winning. So um, all in all, there was a slight bias change throughout the day. But I'd say the main pattern was definitely to get off the fence. Well, your first uh, Wonder Black book comes out of the Lonro Plate and the Godolphin Blue, a horse called Celerity, an exceed and excel filly. Yeah, I quite like her. I think she's a really nice type. And she started very uh, hard in the market, obviously, there on debut on Saturday. But you just look, watch the stewards' vision and she was just slow out, just jumped very awkwardly. And then from then on in, she's just had too much to do over the 1,000 metres. So wasn't suited to the race shape. And then you really break down those sectionals and she just had to exert so much energy between those midsections. So she ran one of the fastest 600, 200 metre splits in the meeting and then just obviously had to peak late. So she can only improve off that effort. And if she can jump with them next start, I think she's going to be awfully hard to beat wherever she goes um, and definitely one for the future as well. So I think she's a, re a real improver, Celerity. Celerity. I was making mention with Ray Thomas on Press Room this morning. We've got a very strong batch of two-year-olds on the Eastern Seaboard, whether it's Sydney or Melbourne. You, you just see, you know, even apart from the winners, there are horses that aren't winning that are, are very promising. It's a really high-quality year, I, f I fear, feel, for the two-year-olds this year. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think it's a great year for the two-year-olds. Um, we've seen a couple of years where they've probably rated down, as, uh, so to speak, but they're, they're right up to the level this year, and it's quite an exciting slipper. I know Stallboy's going to be awfully hard to beat, but they're going to be coming at all different angles to, to try and beat him. This mare in the Star Thoroughbred Colours called Infinitive contested the third race for the Chris Waller Yard, and you like the run. Yeah, I think she's just ready to win now. Um, look, there's a case that she arguably should have won there on Saturday, and you watch her run, she's just checked and boxed for the whole straight, and she never really gets out. And over that final 200 metres, she actually clocked one of the fastest of the whole entire meeting. So third up, I think she's ready to peak. Her first up run at Warwick Farm, she was run to suit, but she hit the line really well. So 1,600 metres again, um, or even further, would be no issue whatsoever. But I think she's come back in career-best form, and I think she's going to be awfully hard to beat another 78 or could even go back to a 72 realistically um, and, be, and be, as I said, hard to beat. Your final uh, one for the Black Book, Ray Thomas made mention of this in press room as well, a very good run, and you'll expand on it now for us, the filly called Macarena out of the Eskimo Prince. Yeah, I thought she was a great return. So looking at her last preparation, she just improved every every um, every start, and she actually went out on a really good figure, but and then she's come back there on Saturday, and the market really wanted to gravitate towards her. I thought Kabbalah's raced very well. Um, so all honest to him, but he just had that run under the belt. Macarena was wide, had to get his back, but wasn't suited to the race shape. So they only went at a slow tempo and she sprinted really hard there and just peaked late. So I want to trust what the market said about her as well and follow her second up. And I just think she's one of those lightly raced improvers that can just keep going through the grades. Yeah, she would have been sexually dominant. The overall time, one nine sixty four home in 33.29. So mathematically impossible to win, but to get second was a particularly good run. She'll go to the surround stakes, Macarena. Good on you, Nick. Thanks for your time this morning. Thanks, David. Cheers. Nick Burney joining us out of Sydney. Let's go to Ben Scatter now in Adelaide, looking back at 
Morfordville on the weekend. And Ben, as we come to you, your black boogie horse called Talisay out of the opening event. Yeah, I am, um, and it's pretty unusual for me to, to black book a winner. But I was just really taken by the way this filly got the job done on Saturday. Trained by Byron Cosmanis at Morfordville. She was um, she got back, which is basically last. And look, she's hard ridden by, by Jason Holder at around about the 600 metre mark. But geez, she picked up the bit so well. And she absolutely steamed home to beat a Duke, uh, Duchess of Sussex and Ariana. Um, you know, we're not 100% sure of the strength of that race at this stage, but she couldn't have done much more than she did. I thought it was thought it was a really, really sharp win. She looks like a, a filly who's got lots of upside. Um, yeah, she can she can learn to jump and, and settle a bit closer to them. She's going to be very hard to beat in pretty much anything she can test, I reckon, Talisay. Yeah. Well, she's already a bargain buy. She only cost $30,000 for yeah. the connection. Paid, so paid for herself. She was a cheapie. Let's talk about Pool Pony out of race five. Yeah, well, Pool, Pool Pony's been racing really, really well in, in slightly soft, softer races. It actually won three in a row. It was after a $10 chance against a stronger field on, on Saturday at Morfordville and um, thought it was a really game game run again. She got a long way, got, he got a long way back um, and he, he really finished off the best of the beaten, beaten brigade. I think there's no reason why he can't win a race very similar to that at Benchmark 76 pretty soon. A mile was around about the right trip for him. Just racing so well for Wayne Francis at Glen Kent. But I think Saturday's run showed his winning run hasn't um, is not over. He can certainly win one again in his preparation. He's racing an absolutely peak, peak form pool pony. Yeah, a horse who started his career here in Queensland. Uh, out of race six, uh, Dunmaglass was second up, uh, and you liked the run. Yeah, I did. He um, he did a stack of work, trained by Dan Clark and with McGilvray out of Murray Bridge. Yeah, he worked hard and he got beaten less than length by Desert Dancing. It's a horse that Will Clark and talked about as, as being a black type quality galloper. Um, yeah, I thought Dumbledore was really good. He's had two runs back from a break now, a third at Moorfield back in, in late January, then a third again on Saturday. I think he's cherry ripe, absolutely ready to go now. So if you've followed him in either of his first, those first two runs, don't give up, stick with him. I reckon he's going to be winning one very soon, Dunmaglass. And the Travis Daddle trained Pegasi was in the benchmark 90 race 8 and this is the last of your black bookers. Yeah, he's another one I think is absolutely ready to roll now. He's got a good record this horse. He won 350000 for Travis Dowdle and he's had three runs back from a break um, and been really solid in all of them. Third to Wolflands, fourth by H2O in that Durbridge Stakes, which is a good quality race, only been a couple of lengths. I thought the run on um, on Saturday was, was full of merit. He did a Plenty of work to get down to the lead and, you know, copped a fair bit of pressure. And I thought he um, thought around about 400 metre marks he was, he was going to run closer to last and first. But thought he, he fought on really, really game. I thought it was bold effort. Um, the times were solid. Got home in 33.78. The winner of Star was really good. Um, but I think Pagasi now is, again, a horse in absolutely peak condition now. And um, I think you can follow him with a lot of confidence next time around. Good work, Ben. Thanks for that. Thanks, David. Ben Scadden joining us from Adelaide. Black booking Talisay, Pool Pony, Dunmaglass and Pagasi out of that Morfordville meeting on Saturday. Let's go to Tasmania now. And Colin McNiff, as we come to you, your first one for the Black Book is from the Friday meeting at Hobart, Derby Day. Mm-hmm. Dottes was an odds-on favourite beat him, but you suggest we, we follow up. Yeah, definitely shouldn't have been beaten. It had no luck whatsoever. It was badly held up uh practically all the way down the home straight. It, it got out when the race was over and, and flashed home and, and ran second. It was very, very unlucky. So 
Yeah, certainly. Look, it's a horse that's um, very consistent. It rarely runs a bad race. As you say, it wasn't odds on favourite, but probably run favourite next time out, but I think we can back it with a bit of confidence. OK, that's Dante's from Friday. Let's turn to Cup Day yesterday. An $81 chance that ran seventh called Let's Mess Around called your eye. Yeah, one from the Johnny Blanket camp. It was uh, three and four wide the whole trip and uh, even wider coming into the home straight. So it made the home turn the widest of them all. But it finished off really nicely, I thought, for a roughie. That was uh, quite an eye-catching performance. So I think with a little more uh, experience under its belt and perhaps getting out to a slightly further trip, uh, it won't be $81 next time it steps out, that's for sure. Girls, girls, girls just missed out to Wings of Song in the strut stakes. You're suggesting maybe the tables can be turned next time? Possibly. Yeah, I think they'll, they'll probably meet in the Oaks, I would imagine, in a couple of weeks up in Launceston. And girls, girls, girls is making ground very rapidly in the last 100 metres and probably in another bound or so gets up to win. So I think next time they meet, it might be girls, girls, girls coming out on top. Thanks, Colin. Yes, thanks, David. Colin McNiff with us from Tasmania. Let's round out Black Bookers this morning with Darren Clayton and his harness horses to follow. Morning, Darren. Morning, David. Hope you enjoyed your break. I certainly did. Good to be back, though. And let's look at Albion Park on Friday. Apollo Dreams uh, in race seven is your horse to follow from the Duck Stable. Yeah, he was second up from a spell there and drew a, a pretty strong race. These up to 70 heats are, are strong races at the moment. And from gate six, little option but to, to go back to the rear. It was controlled in front. The leader led throughout a 54-4 mile. Apollo Dreams, he angled three wide, only angled three wide at the 400. Um, they pushed him five wide on the home bend when they all started to fan. He was allowed to hit the line strongly. Um, he's far, he was the fastest last half out of the race at 55.18. He travelled an extra 27 metres than the leader, has only beaten 8.9, so pretty solid effort. His first up run was full of merit as well. He uh, loomed strongly and uh, had a flat tyre in the the tube actually fouled the axle, so that was a pretty good effort first up as well. So keep on his path. He's ready to go, Apollo Dreams. Apollo Dreams. And in the following race, the run of Alta Equus uh, attracted your attention. Yeah, another he with a bad gate taken back. He was a long way off the leader at the bell. Um, got a three-wide three card up at the 600, but just sort of couldn't quite keep the back of that one in front of him as they started to quicken and he ended up getting shunted four wide from the 400 um, finished it off pretty nicely I thought he's closing splits 56.02 and 28.48 for the last 8 and 400 metres uh, he's covered a fair bit of ground there that's his third Queensland run now uh, he's one of the Doug Hewitt horses Doug relocating to Queensland and uh He's had a couple of bad gates, so I think he's a horse that looks a lot better on the fence, not not coursing wide. So we'll wait for him, Alta Equus. I was going to um, inquire about that. So that's a permanent move by Doug, not just a, not a campaigning trip? No, permanent move. He set up a team up here and uh, quickly filled up his barn. He bought a, a small team. And um, he's got those, and he's also doing some um, some breaking educators with the the right time of year for that. And he's filled his barn already. So him and his wife Casey, Casey is from up here originally. So um, yeah, he's he's moved on from from his father Burnstable, and they're going to give it a crack themselves. Positive sign for Queensland harness racing. Albion Park on Saturday night. Your black booking Rock Tagital. Yeah, this guy another. We we keep banging on about it, but it's the same old story. 
gates are all the difference. He drew gate seven over the 2100. There was a long odds on favourite RD's flashing. Gate three went to the front and controlled it. So Rocktagonal, little choice but to go back. Um, he was hitting the line pretty nicely. It was strong closing fractions of the leader was able to get away with a really easy time in front, so anything back in the pack was going to struggle. He got home nicely, 55.43 and 27.1. His 8 and 400 metre splits, they were the quickest from the race. Um, three of his past four now, they've been from wide gates, and the other uh, of those four runs was a slick mile where it just didn't quite get the right tempo for him. So he's going well enough, just needs that gate. Fair enough. Good on you, Darren. Thank you. Cheers, David. There's Darren Clayton joining us this morning. That is Blake Booker's for Monday, the 12th of February. Fingers crossed there's a few winners there over the next few weeks.